This is show 14 of the RimPro Report. This week, Cheryl Creviston, award-winning president and CEO of Jayhawk File Express. We're going to look at the news and more, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. This show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Well, it's week 14 of the show, and I'm glad you're here. Thanks for being here. I'm just loving doing this. I Seriously, I, I am talking to some really cool people, and we're starting to set up some more cool interviews with people in the future. I, I think we're down sort of in the 30-minute the range, which I think makes it a little more uh, reasonable to uh, digest on a weekly basis. And thank you for so many people just showing up regularly and letting me know they're listening. And thank you for being a part of this. Hey, I'm excited that we're now syndicated on the Microsoft Zoom podcast network as well. So if you run um, a Zoom player, and I know tons of people don't, but if you do, we've tried to make it so that you get the show automatically and you just have to connect uh, through Zoom. Uh, through Microsoft, and it'll automatically download the podcast every week to your device. Uh, That's something that happens if you've got an iPhone. So if you've got an iPhone already and you're not already getting the show automatically every week, there's ways to do that. Hey, and we're also working on an iPod iPod or an iPhone app right now, too, so that uh, it will be available to you uh, hopefully within the next month, it's an app that actually downloads uh, and plays your music for you or plays music, plays the show for you. Uh, it plays music for you, too, if you get the right app. So we're hopefully having that ready to roll out maybe in the next month or so. But that's another cool thing on the plate. Hey, we're going to talk to Cheryl Creviston today. She's the CEO and president of Jayhawk File Express in Topeka. Cheryl and Jayhawk are both award-winning um people in in an enterprise. And so I wanted to talk to Cheryl today a little bit about the secret to her success. Uh, She's got a great story, I think, that uh, you'll love to hear. So stay tuned because we've got a good story with her. And hey, uh, good news uh, in the, the news world of RIM this week. Lots of stuff happening. So we'll check that out in a little while. Uh, When we get going, I I don't know, there's been a guy running around the studio. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yeah, yeah, and ego, man, I, 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 it wasn't me. I do not have six fingers, and I did not kill your father. But um, yes, just sort of keep that sword to yourself. You know, earlier this week, um, the National Bureau of Economic Research, and they're some very important organization that determines the start and end of the recession. And officially, the National Bureau of Economic Research announced that the Great Recession ended a little over a year ago, specifically June 2009. So I just want you to know, officially, these last 16 months, your business has benefited from what the academics in this particular Economic Research National Bureau group are calling a growing economy. Or maybe more precisely, the last 16 months have not officially, based on their uh, way of viewing it, have not been a recession. 
Now, I know this should be exciting. We should be pulling out the, the vouv and celebrating with champagne. But uh, are we missing something here? I know that in talking to many people, it doesn't seem like the economy has changed that much. Yeah, there's glimmers of hope. But, you know, I, I get the sense that the economists are not fighting out in the real world. They're not trying to get new clients. They're not talking to customers. They're not trying to win business. Nope, they're up in their ivory towers playing on their computers and watching the blips and somehow making these decisions and uh, formulating these announcements based on not living in the world we live in. And that, that just seems a little bit uh, outrageous to me. We need a miracle. It's very important. <laughs> oh, man. And ego, yes, we... I, I don't know if we need a miracle, Anigo. I, I think what we need is to, to really uh, understand that what we hear on the news and what comes from these... Uh, these postulations. So, you know, in, in some respects, we can hear the news, how terrible it is out there. And then you hear from uh, organizations like the National Bureau of Economic Research who say, well, we're out of the recession. And the reality is we in the RIM industry live in the real world. And even though the economy is in recovery, it often doesn't feel like it. And, you know, despite the, econ the economist predictions, the recovery for many of us is modest at best. And, and, you know, we have an advantage in this rim industry that we're somewhat immune to economic stuff. But I, I think in terms of talking to people, I keep hearing it, that the economy is, is an issue. I, I, I think I have a belief, though, about all this, and I, I just want to share it with you because hopefully it'll help just switch your thinking um, a little bit if you get stuck in the what the people are saying economic mindset. Unless you run a Fortune 500 company, uh, what happens in the big economy, the official economy, is in many cases uh, little, little or has little or no relevance to you or to me. What's more important is what's happening in your economy. And by your economy, I mean what are your customers doing in your marketplace? What are your competitors doing? Or more importantly, what are your competitors overlooking? And how are you running your operations to exploit the numerous counterintuitive opportunities that are emerging in today's recovering economy? There is cool opportunity out there right now because I think what the economy tends to do is remove the slack. It gets rid of people who aren't doing a great job. And one of the things that I, I think um, many of us do very well is figure out how to, to leverage that. And so it takes not completely getting stuck in the way you've always been doing things, changing the way you approach things, thinking differently about the way you talk to existing clients and adding more business. We, we are very good in this industry about adding layers to the business that we, we do with our our already existing clients. And so I think you have a choice this week, as I do. We can celebrate the end of the recession because it's officially been announced by the National Bureau of Economic Research, or we can figure out how to keep improving our own economies with our customers, understanding our competitors, and what we should be doing in response. That's what I'm up to. I hope you're up to the same thing. Hey, time for the news. Well, lots of uh, good stuff going on. I know I said that earlier. I I saw sort of a definitive change this week in terms of what was going on in the news. And so here are some of them. When I was strong enough, 
I dedicate my life to the study of fencing. Oh, and you go, seriously, that is not news. Get over your old stuff and get on with it. I've got some news that I think is kind of cool. First, Michael Leonard. I love this. Uh, Michael Leonard, who uh, many of you might know, and if you don't know him, he's the uh, he's the former, he used to own Eagle Business Archives in, uh, in New York. Uh, and uh, then that went into Nova Records, and he was a VP of Nova Records, and since then has gone on to do some of his own stuff. But this week it was announced that Michael Leonard's been hired as president of NRC, National Record Centers. Way to go. That I think that's such a cool move. Michael is a great guy, a fabulous guy. I want to get him on the show hopefully in the next week or so. I would love to talk to him about his vision and sort of what he wants to accomplish in there, and I'd love you to hear his story and uh, learn more about him. But I, I think that's great. Michael, congratulations. And to uh, NRC, that that is a fabulous move on your part. I think uh, Michael will do a great job for you. Uh, Prism Nade Conference, that's about to happen in Greece. Uh, and I know a lot of people are sort of in the mode of getting ready to travel this week. So for those traveling, I uh, hope that goes well. hope it's a great conference and uh, you learn lots. Jeff Nesno of Iron Mountain has been added to the Prism Data Protection Workshop speaker lineup in October in Winston-Salem. Uh, Jeff did a great job here at Bare Metal, and I know that that was part of the catalyst of getting him to uh, also be involved in the PRISM Data Protection Workshop in October. So uh, I'd love to, uh, you know, if if you have a chance to get down to that, that sounds like it's going to be a good program. Cintas and the Better Business Bureau and National Federation for Credit Counseling, they're uh, actually involved in the third annual Protect Your Identity Week, which is October 17th, 23rd. Cintas is providing free shredding at over 150 locations nationwide. I think they, they did an astronomical amount of tonnage last year. Uh, and so good on Cintas for being involved in that. And if I could offer you a add-on suggestion, ride on the coattails of this. Uh, Better Business Bureau and the, the National Federation of Credit Counseling are putting a lot of effort, work, and um, involvement advertising dollar into this uh, program, the Protect Your Identity Week. And it would behoove you, if you're in the shredding game at all, to ride on those coattails, see if you can get involved somehow. Even if you're not involved specifically with them, in, and I suspect that based on the way it's set up, Cintas has the national uh, agreement with them, but use the na- annual Protect Your Identity Week stuff for your own. Get yourself involved. Leverage the power of the marketing they'll be doing and do something yourself to your client base, to your customer base, and feed your shredding business. Hey, Iron Mountain was awarded the award for 2010 Outstanding Achievement in a in Web Development by the Web Marketing Association. This was specifically for the information services category. And uh, as many of you know, that that's a that really is a, a kick-butt site, so um, congratulations to Iron on that. And uh, again, Iron Mountain just keeps throwing out news, so I'm going to re- remind you of these things. They've just hired a new director, Paul Denninger, who is actually the current vice chairman of Jefferies, which is a global securities investment banking firm. I know that there's a ton going on, man. There's been data breaches this week and more announcements of how much HIPAA and high-tech costs. And, man, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, what interests me, though, is what's happening in your your particular company, whether you are 
uh, a shredding company, a record storage management company, a scan scan company, the kind of company you are, I'd be interested in hearing what your news is because that's, I, I think, kind of uh, fun and appealing to us on the Rim Pro Report. Uh, some of the links from this news are going to be on the rimproreport.com website. So if you want to connect the dots on any of those, then there's dots to connect with. So that's the news. I appreciate you uh, listening. I appreciate you sending me news. And if you've got some, send it to me. We'll be glad to hear it. So there you go. I am always interested in cool stories. And to me, the... Uh, the story that we're going to sort of explore today is one that that I think really interesting, and it uh, comes out of Topeka, Kansas, of all places. And we are going to have the opportunity to talk to Cheryl Creviston, who is the president of Jayhawk File Express in Topeka. Jayhawk is a multifaceted RIM enterprise providing record storage, document management, shredding, media, data protection, and a lot of the other stuff that many of the comprehensive RIM service providers uh, do in this space. Cheryl, are you on the line? I sure am. Hey, welcome Hi, Tom. To, how, welcome to the RIM Pro Report. I'm glad to have you here. Tell me a little bit about your story. You've been the president of Jayhawk since 2006, but maybe before we hit that, let's jump back into where did you come from? What, what was the sort of the the history of you getting to Jayhawk. Okay. Um, well, I actually spent over 20 years in a uh, family marketing company, uh, started basically as the bookkeeper in this company back in the early 80s. Um, so I spent, you know, 15, 20 years growing in that company. I worked my way up to the president. And what we did at that company was we designed Kids Meal Marketing uh, marketing uh, programs yeah. so that fast food restaurants could compete with McDonald's and Burger King. So we re- designed the packaging and the toys and actually had the toys manufactured over in China and, and, s- and imported here. So that's, that's where I got, that's where I spent most of my career really before I ended up at Jayhawk Fox Press. Um, so, I, go ahead. So it was, it was, like the competitive packaging for what independent restaurants? Independent restaurants. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. They would. They. You know, McDonald's came out. Gosh, I think it was in the seventies with um, the kids' meal. Yeah. And so all the kids wanted to go to McDonald's. So what this business did was actually had a customer who was a fast food restaurant in the advertising had an had an advertising client that wanted to compete with McDonald's. Wow. So the agency developed the kids, they were called Monster Meals, actually, um, and they put those into their rest- restaurant and found out that it was a, a really good uh, way to get the kids into their restaurant. So the advertising agency went off on another avenue and had both the agency side and um, the kids' meal marketing side, which is where I spent most of my time. It was really fun, really creative, and, and, and the kind of work that I did was not very creative being in um, administration and finance. So it was, it was great, a great uh, uh, part of my life, of yeah. my career. Well, you, spent, you, you obviously spent a lot of years there, and you uh, obviously accomplished some cool stuff. And so 2006, um, Jayhawk comes calling, and, and tell me a little bit about that connection. Okay. Um, actually, I left. I left uh, the. Uh, it was called Kid Stuff. I left that company because there, I was not an owner. I was an executive there, 
and new owners came in, and they wanted to uh, run the company. So I left and actually um, did a stint uh, selling insurance, if you can believe that. I can. Which, I always, <laughs> I always believe stories like that because uh, much of much of us in the entrepreneurial game tend to have many stories like that. Well, it was it was interesting. I found out pretty quickly that that was really not for me, um, <laughs> but I did it anyway. And then went went to another company, ran a small company for a short time, and left there. Uh, after you've been with a, a company for twenty some years, it's, you kind of live there, and that feels like home. And then when you're kind of thrown out. Um, so to speak, you kind of go, okay, now what am I going to do? Yeah, this is what I've done for 20 years. What am I going to do now? So you're I, kind of I finding your way. Exactly, yeah. which was kind of exciting. It was kind of scary at first, but it's probably one of the best things I ever did was to leave there and go out and try something new. Yeah. Um, anyway, I left. I, 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 I quit the selling insurance and was approached by the owner of Jayhawk File Express because he started the company back in the 90s started the company, own it, ran it, and was just wanting to do something different, wanting to get out of uh, the day-to-day running of the company. So he found out that I was had just left this other company, like the day before, and he just approached me and took me out to lunch and interviewed me to see you know, what I was looking to do. And did a pretty, he asked some pretty tough questions. Yeah. And we had a couple other interviews, and it just seemed to be a good fit for me, for my skills, and what I was wanting to do. So they offered me the position as president, and I took it, and that was four years ago. Wow. And it appears to me like lots has, hap- lots has happened in the last four years. Um, but, but before we get there, because I'm always interested in the connection between the old story and the new one, is uh, what have been the pieces that you got from kids' stuff that have translated very powerfully into Jayhawk? Well, one big thing would be inventory management. Hmm. At, at kids' stuff, we, like I said, we developed um, toys and, and lunchboxes, and we imported those from China, and we had to inventory them because we had a website. We had a had a um, call center, and our customers would call us and place orders with us, and we would ship these toys and, and meal packaging all over the world. Wow. So we had an extensive inventory management system. And, of course, that translates right into uh, inventorying boxes, oh, yeah. tapes, anything like that. So as far as just the core uh, part of the business, that translated. And just um, overall management, um, one of the first things I did when I came in to Jayhawk Fox Express was um, make sure that everybody had job descriptions, everyone knew what their roles were, and looked over the compensation plan and all those type of things because, to me, it's the people that really uh, are are the business. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make sure that um, we had good HR practices in place and that type of thing. So that transferred over. I always did uh, the HR at at kids stuff oh, okay. and just the financial management you know um running a company is fun to me it's it's a challenge there's so many pieces that go into it yeah and i seem that seems to be what i've done for the last 20 some years so hmm. i i noticed that jayhawk as a company and you as an individual both seem to be perennial award winners 
for some reason, you guys just keep racking up awards. And <laughs> from last year, Small Business of the Year in Topeka, and you've won Women of the Year, I don't know how many years running, apparently hundreds of years running. You're, you're like the perennial list winner of Women of the Year. And, uh, you know, the, the business keeps, since it appears since you showed up on the scene, awards start showing up. So what are the things that you are doing on a regular basis to make Jayhawk into this award-winning enterprise? Well, something that's, um, that we always focus on and the company focused on before I came was customer service. We Customers are everything to us, and um, this was taught to me by my predecessor, actually, is that you, we always deliver the, you know, the right stuff to the right people at the right time every time. And, and, and it's paramount, paramount. And if we, if we make a mistake, we make sure we go to that customer right away, you know, not tomorrow or the next day, and make sure that we've made it right for them. Um, so customer service is definitely something I learned from my predecessor, and we continue on here. Um, and and I, I mean, I try really hard. I hope my employees feel this way, but I uh, try to take care of the employees. I... I, I let them know that I value them, how important they are to the company. I want to compensate them fairly. Yeah. Uh, and we try to do fun things around here. I like to have a, a fun atmosphere. We have to be productive and take care of business. But I've tried to create a, a comfortable, happy atmosphere. Because hmm. so, I think happy people perform better. Yeah, they do. So how do you... Because customer service, coming from the financial side of the equation, customer service is one of those warm fuzzies that's often hard to quantify. How do you quantify or how do you set measurement around customer service? How do you, how do you, how do you measure its effectiveness? How do you know you've, you've improved your levels of service? What, what are some of those kind of things you do in this environment that help you determine how good you are at customer service? We ask our we ask our customers. Um, we actually make a phone call, generally every month, sometimes on a quarterly basis, out to our customer base and ask them how we're doing. Really? Wow. Really. Um, and we sometimes we dig a little too hard and say, "Are you sure we're doing a good job?" Because <laughs> we want to make sure that we're doing the best we can. So we really do ask, huh. and we get really good comments. And the, the the comment we get the most is how friendly our staff is. Oh, that's great. Yeah, our, you know, our couriers, our shred, our shred um, drivers and our couriers have a lot of touch points you yeah. know, with the customer, as well as our account executives. And that's the comment. We, we get that comment a lot. We also track when we make mistakes, you know, which isn't very often, but everybody does. And we track them to see if we have any sort of um, consistent thing happening wrong that we need to correct. Hmm. But most of it's word of mouth, honestly, and and you know we know when something's gone wrong. So. Yeah. So how does and and this is maybe something that I get more excited about. But how do those awards that you've won? How do they affect the uh, the marketing of your business? People do comment on those awards. Yeah. Uh, when I run into people, you know, in in this area, they they always comment. Oh, I've, I heard you won an award, and and what I hear a lot because we have this awareness, you know, of the company. What's happened is people have just become more aware of the company. Yeah. Because you know, because we're in the paper, or on the news, or something like that. So it's 
people are beginning to know who we are. Yeah. And that's happened a lot over the last four or five, four years, really. Yeah. They've just become more aware of us. So is that something you actively, uh, you actively go out and look to do is to in- engage in award type things so that, 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 that serves your marketing or is that just the effect of doing the incredible customer service that you attempt to deliver? We do seek out some of them. Um, okay. the, the awards that I received, I did not really seek out, but, um, was nominated, you know, and I think that speaks well of the company. I'm, I'm willing to, to stick my head out there and, you know, apply for an award or something. Right. But we're real active in the chamber of commerce yeah. and that's good visibility for us. Um, because a lot, you know, a lot of the business leaders join, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, the Kansas Chamber of Commerce, or the Topeka. So, but I do think it helps. I do think yeah. it helps our reputation. And the other, the other thing, the other way we know that we are providing good customer services when our existing customers come back for more services. Right. That right. tells us that they trust us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jumping maybe over into the sort of strategic side of the business, wh- where are you seeing opportunity? Where are you seeing, um, you know, the potential of the business evolution from your perspective? Well, we're pretty excited about a new service that we are offering, and it is the electronic record storage. Mm-hmm. We have a new service. It's an online web repository. We call it Web File Express. Because we see what's happening, especially with the medical records, yeah. how you know the mandate's coming down where or medical records have to be electronic. We see that happening. We have our customers asking about you know getting their documents digital so that they can access them um, more more easily, more quickly. So, and we're seeing these paper box, these paper records are going to be around a long time. Yeah. But what we are seeing is there's less access to them because, you know, as we move forward, we're creating more electronic records anyway. Just like the, I, I, the, the hospitals. Yeah. They're not, you're not coming in and they're writing everything down on a form. You know, they're, they're entering it right into the computer. So, right. so much information now is created electronically. Yeah. Um, so they're relying less on their paper records. So to me, that's a trend that we need to be looking forward and as to how people are going to want to access the records now and in the future. So, um, so are you are you finding that your team are uh, as they're selling are selling the uh, the electronic records over the say the hard copy records or is it is it a combination of both still? Definitely a combination of both both. Um, when we're when we're selling the electronic records, it's usually in conjunction with doing a document imaging job, right? Because the the business will want their maybe to back scan their paper records and get them in electronic form, and then they then they don't know what to do with them then, you know. Right. And this way, we provide a we provide a format for them to get their records to where they can access them. So we're certainly not leaving the hard copy behind because there's a there's a lot of hard copy records out there yeah. for sure but they kind of work together yeah they do um and and some people that are imaging their documents they're not actually destroying the paper yet right there's still you know, that fear factor it seems there is yeah there is yeah. so 
Hmm. Um, how do, how does the the integration of that and you have a full service uh, you you're a real full, full service shop uh, and Topeka isn't you know a huge metropolis uh, I know it's a good size but it's not you know it's not L A Chicago it's mm -hmm. uh, how how are you finding the ability to sort of dig deeper into your clients uh, and uh, you know, figure out what other needs there. Are you doing more consultative selling? How, how does that work on you from your perspective? Well, we're, we always stay in contact with our customers. That's another thing that it's another thing we do with this monthly or quarterly phone call. We ask them if there is anything else we can do for them. Um, and we'll ask pertinent questions, you know, about are they, if perhaps or if where they're storing their, uh, tapes, you know, yeah. are you storing your tapes off-site? So we ask questions during those phone calls, um, and we also, you know, we like to wine and dine people. We take people out for lunch and just have conversations with them. Oh, cool. You know, to see how things are going. We really just try to stay in touch and let them know that we're here. We don't, it's not, it's not a lot of selling. We just like to stay in touch and keep that relationship going. And, and over time, you know, sometimes things come up, um, but if not, we're still we're still taking care of their other needs. Right, you because you, you continue to hire people. I, I yeah. noticed in your newsletter that you've you've recently hired more people. Um, so so based on that, you're you're continuing to grow. So something's continuing to work because you know, unlike a lot of record centers uh, who sort of function with a, a core team of people, you continue to grow. So obviously things continue to be going the right way. Yeah, they are. Um, we've expanded our, our, um, sales and customer service team. We actually now have a dedicated customer service rep, which we found has been really, really valuable. Hmm. And, um, and prior to that, the calls will come into our front desk, the people that are also already busy answering the phone, uh, welcoming guests and that type of thing. So we've isolated it over to a dedicated customer service. And then we expanded our sales team. We brought in two new salespeople because we just feel like we've got to tell the world what we have here, that we have this great service. Yeah. And it's hard to do just with one person right. or, you know, two people. So I just felt like we needed more feet on the street, so to speak, so we could let people know. Well, we just find out that when people start using our services, they kind of wish they would have done it a long time ago, you know, because it, it does save, it saves them money yeah. and um, gets it off their plate. Yeah. I always say we do what other people, what they don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not real exciting work, you know, no. but um, it's sure it's necessary. Yeah. And of course, with all the, all the new government regulations and all the compliance issues, that has also helped in um, convincing, persuading businesses to use our services because we can help with that. Yeah. So you're, uh, let's let's assume you show up at an industry conference and a, you know, a, let's say a woman comes up to you and says, I've heard that you took over a business, you know, that had already been running you run it on, you know, as the president of the company. What advice would you give me going into this business uh, from your unique perspective? What would you tell her? I would tell her if she's brand new to the industry to get in the trucks, to go go ride in the trucks. This is the first thing I did the first two weeks I was here. Really? I rode with the shred drivers. I went, you know, service the shred with them. I went into the warehouse. I pulled file. I didn't really pull the files, but I watched 
you know, watched how they pulled the files, how they got the information, how they refiled them, um, and just learned what the business, what they do. I mean, what is it that this this company offers? Right. So that's the first thing I did. So get your hands dirty. Get your hands dirty. In okay. fact, we do that with new people that we hire here. Anybody new coming in, they have to go, they get to. They get to go ride in the shred <laughs> And they get to go work in the warehouse. And so they really understand what it is we do. Yeah. And that that's so important because it, it's hard to be at a customer service desk and not know the, the detailed interaction that happens every day out there in the warehouse, on the trucks, in, in the courier situations. If you don't know that, it's hard to talk about it. Yeah, it really is. You know, the other thing I would say is not to not be afraid to invest. To invest in, you know, the equipment that's needed, um, new software, hardware, whatever you need to get the, keep that business running smoothly, mm-hmm. and then you know to take it to the next up to the next level. So, are you having I, fun? Yes, I am having fun. Are you? Yeah, I do. I like to have fun. I um, <laughs> we have. We have good relationships here, and we do try to have fun every day. Yeah. And I'm having fun running the business, yes. It's kind of like a chess game. I, I, I enjoy it. Did you play chess at Manhattan High School? No. No? I did, play, I did learn to play chess. I played chess for a while. Did you? But it's been years. Really? Yes, really. Do you play chess? Uh, no, my, my son is a uh, exceptionally good player. I, I never was. He, you know, from the time I think he was six years old, was beating me. But he loved chess. He... <gasps> He played it intensely. He's kind of geeky and loved, loved the game and um, continues to play it to this day. He, he played a lot during high school. and Yeah, but it, it's interesting when you start seeing your business as a chess game and there's, there's strategy and there's action mm-hmm. and you have, to, you have to make moves sometimes. You just have to sort of step out and do stuff. And uh, I, I, you know, like, I think, like I said, when I, I started talking to you, I, I'm, I'm impressed because you, you've come into this situation from a completely... Uh, you know, different marketplace, different type of business completely from and sort of moved into it and started winning awards and changing the, the face of that business, which I think is really cool. And I am uh, I'm excited for you and I'm excited for what you guys are doing at Jayhawk File well, Express. You. So we I, have a great team. Yeah. And I really I appreciate you taking the time to kind of spend the uh, spend a few minutes with us. The uh, the the growing and continual demands of the kind of business you're in are fun and exciting. And I, I hope that you uh, continue to grow this thing. And I'd love to hear more of you in the future as this thing progresses. Well, thank you very much. It's been fun. Well, thanks for being on and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Bye. Well, there uh, we've finished another show. Thanks especially to Cheryl for her willingness to tell her story. I think that uh, there's so many cool things to learn from her story, and I would encourage you to think about how you can use your specific uh, skills as a company, the stuff that you're doing in your marketplace to win some of those awards. Those awards can be very helpful to you, and uh, you heard a little bit about... uh, you know the award-winning stuff that Cheryl and the and the team at Jayhawk 
uh, get involved in. So thanks to her. Thanks also to you for listening. That's another week. Uh, next week, I'm excited that we, we've got a, uh, a brand new startup uh, that I wanted to talk to. Uh, and man, this is interesting because startups are dealing with stuff that many of us have forgotten about. But it's a very different world out there. And so I, I, I'm privileged to actually be talking to a brand new company, uh, less than a year old or about a year old. And we will chat with them next week and hear from them. So that's it for this week. Again, if you've got any news, if you've got anything going on in your world, if you've got something interesting you want to talk about and we could do on the show, I'd love to hear from you. We're setting up uh, lots of interesting interviews for the days and weeks ahead. So give me a call, check in, go to the rimproreport.com website and let me know. Love to hear from you. Hey, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Over and out. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.